Rusty Quill presents. Welcome to Ain't Slayed Nobody. This is an actual play podcast intended for adults and may contain material that some people find disturbing. Please see the episode notes for content warnings and listen with care. If you found our show from Graham Patrick's guest writing on episode three of the Magnus Protocol, you might want to start with one of the campaigns he wrote on. Y'all of Cthulhu, our first ever season, is a complete horror campaign in the Old West. Next, we have Bleaker Trails, which is in the same setting. That has one complete season, and the final season is coming late in 2024. And if you're looking for something shorter and science fiction, we have a six-episode Blade Runner series. Thank you so much for listening. We hope to see you around. Our Discord is slade.me slash discord. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. I hope you don't mind my asking, Mr. Bonnie, this is not a reflection on your lovely home, but could we perhaps make the fire in the fireplace a bit smaller? I just grow uneasy. <laughs> Ever since he threw the candle in, it's just, it seems a bit out of control. Are you okay, Mr. Bingham? <laughs> uh, fires tend to become smaller on their own. Yes, if we could just accelerate that process, uh, it might help us all rest easier. Mr. Bingham, would you prefer to go outside for a moment? Yes, yes. Uh, would you, uh, would you accompany me? 
Of course. Uh, and Mercy will <laughs> lead Chandler outside. <laughs> yeah. As soon as they're out there, Mr. Bingham, we need you to conduct yourself with a bit more decorum while we are here. Yes, I'm... We have already gotten off on the wrong foot, and there is information that we still need to gather. Yes, I know. It was just the, uh, well, I've told you about the childhood incident with the, where they saw the demons in the walls of the church and burned it down, and it uh, scarred me. <sighs> I'm having, uh, just a memory. I- I'm okay. I'm fine. His nostrils are, like, flaring uncontrollably. <laughs> <laughs> I just need rest. It was the, I think it was the, the toting of the cart that really... Yes, uh... Wore me down. We should find you a bale of hay, then. Mm-hmm. Out here. Was there a barn or something? <laughs> or like, where were these? He was, where was he going to put us up? <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a little um, outbuilding there where there's like a mule munching some hay. You can conk out in one of the, in some of these hay bales. John Smith, before going to bed, is going to bring out a fresh piece of whalebone and start scrimshawing a wriggling trout. Oh, <laughs> that's beautiful. What a certified sweetie. I know. That's quite a bone you've got there, Mr. Smith. Okay. <laughs> There's more where that came from. And he pulls out a pocket full of like five more whale bones. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Mr. Bonnie said that he wasn't likely to sleep that night. Is that right? That's right. In which case, I think at least to begin with, the Silas is going to sit up with him. Okay. Mr. Bonnie... I couldn't help but notice that you were a little sceptical that perhaps the blight might have some bearing on what is happening in your community. And I just wanted to say that I have made something of a study of these things. I I am not a, a learned man or a man of science, but I have in my own fumbling ways, try to understand these things. And I have made an extract of the blight that I have found in my own fields. And I have found that it, it presents one with in the right conditions with the most marvellous and divine visions. Ones that would not only perhaps explain some of the strange things that you have seen here, but also under conditions such as your wonderful home here, provide us with some degree of succor and and even wisdom. May I be so bold as perhaps share some of this with you? He says, bring out this little pot. <laughs> now I, I do my best to maintain a, a, some a temperance in my doings, but I'll. Oh, this is not like the demon drink. This is, as I said, the essence of the divine. Oh, I suppose. As uh, long as we say a, a solemn prayer over it, we, it 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 could be administered to us as any as any good repast and. For the godly nourishment of, of one's person. Oh, Mr. Bonnie, I would not have it any other way. <laughs> Great. So you're going to trip the life fantastic with the... Uh... Yes. Get Mr. Bonnie off his tits all night, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So um, you guys are taking Ergo 
<laughs> yes. Super. So you were munching on that. And um, what is everyone else doing? I'm scrimshawing, baby. <laughs> You're scrimshawing? I am lost in the scrimshawing. <laughs> You're watching the scrimshawing? Oh, yeah. You're a scrimshaw spectator. It's soothing, I think, because Chandler was quite perturbed. Mercy Knox? I'd like to take a look at what was on that piece of paper that I lifted from the uh, good reverend. Mm. It's printed. It's like been printed with a printer's blocks, and it appears to be in Latin. Do you speak Latin? I do not speak Latin. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Would I know if anyone else speaks Latin? Well, I can tell you, you wouldn't need to, at the top of the page, you can see um, perhaps maybe a title there. It's split down the center in two columns of Latin text, and at the top there's a legend, and it says, Malleus Maleficarum. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, okay. I think I'll show this to both John and Chandler. And then Scott is getting folks high, something that Silas does basically everywhere we go, whenever he has the chance. <laughs> it would be reasonable for us to suspect that that's what's happening <laughs> to Mr. Bonnie right now. Oh, God, yes. I'm sure you've all been through this and probably never want to go through it again. Great. As part of my occult flavor, Mercy might know I do speak a little bit of Latin. Maybe she saw me writing something in Latin or maybe even inscribing a candle. Cool. You want to take a look at that? Yeah. Can we puzzle over this together? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's see what you get first, and then I might do a follow-up roll. Okay. So I have 30, so I'll do a roll on it. Yeah. Would there be any reason for for me to try to, like, make a cult sense of this? Sorry. (laughs) She just saw my roll. Uh, Oh, wow. Nice. I rolled a 92 on that. I'd love to push it if there's anything I can do. Maybe hold it really close to a candle. (laughs) <laughs> oh god if you burn this paper <laughs> if you've got a cult you probably recognize it this is a pretty well-known text i do have a little occult <laughs> would i know that just having i think my occult's 60 oh i think just having it i'll give it to you okay so i'll be like oh the the witch hammer uh mm-hmm. i know this I've, I've heard of this i've never seen anything like it before uh I, i'll use the 92 then to make out the text beneath the heading maybe and not be <laughs> able to do that yes that makes total sense yeah, so it, this this definitely involves uh, a witch witchcraft, I think, but I can't. I'm having trouble with the the other words. Uh, Captain Smith. <laughs> it's all Greek to me. <laughs> Why on earth would the Reverend be carrying this in his pocket? Hmm. It's just uh, the scrawling so small. Maybe if I held it closer to a flame. <laughs> Oh, I think that that's, no, that's fine. We don't need to do that. That's enough? Okay. Okay. We'll look at it in the morning, maybe. It goes up instantly. No, no, it's... Yeah, <laughs> that is absolutely what I'm afraid of. Yeah, no worries. Um, uh, Perhaps Silas, he's a um, bit of an odd duck. Maybe he's seen something like this. I think at this stage, Silas is just staring into the flames and saying, Oh, look there, Mr. Bonnie, if you stare hard at the flames, you can still see the hand dancing there. <laughs> <laughs> the clay pipe is just kind of dangling from uh, <laughs> Ransom Bonnie's lip. He's just staring into the flames. It's like, <laughs> Amazing. I think Mercy's going to, if she understands the timing of like when Mr. Bonnie is going to be like at his most loose lipped, she will let that amount of time pass <laughs> and then head in. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. 
We're just staying, I imagine, behind while Mercy goes in there. Captain Smith, your hand is so steady. Oh, yes, I know. <laughs> it's a family legacy, really. <sighs> <sighs> I'm going to roll for Scrimshaw. Because <laughs> I have that. <laughs> roll it, baby. <laughs> See how steady your hand is. Throw them bones. This really isn't turning out how I wanted it to. I'm going to throw this one away and, and pull out a new one. To push that roll. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Push the scrimshaw roll. Uh, you can have this one, Mr. Bingham. You, you seem fond of it. Yeah, I'll put that in my satchel. Great, yes. Keep that one. Just sniffing it, just like smelling it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, see, this one's turning out much better. Yes, thank you. Mm. Now that you're more distracted with the one I gave you, thank you. Just keep playing with that. Yes. Okay, so, <laughs> so you successfully pushed your scrimshaw roll? <laughs> Yeah, I got a 28 under 40. This looks like just a beautiful rendering of a trout. Mm. It's as though it leapt out of the brook and just was frozen in ivory. <laughs> you really are a master. Where do you find the time? Right now, actually. I've just found the time. Chandler Bingham, why don't you make a spot hidden for me? Oh, good. Is this a nose-related spot hidden, I hope? For you, it always is. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I have a regular success on my spot hidden. Mmm. Sweets. Sweets. Uh, yum, yum. May I follow my nose? Yes, just follow <laughs> your nose. <laughs> Captain Smith, uh, hmm? if you don't mind, would you accompany me? I uh, uh, Something delightful's filled my nostrils. Well, certainly. Well, I am a bit hungry. We've only just eaten. So I think while Mercy goes off then to back to the main cabin, I'll try to lead Captain Smith off to follow that scent. Off you go. What are you looking to ask Mr. Bonnie in his uh, tripped out state, uh, Mercy Knox? Um, if it's going to have an influence on this, before we determine his tripped out state, shall I roll my ergot refining roll to see how safe this patch is? Absolutely. Oh Please. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I have rolled 82 over my ergot refining skill of 21. Great. There's flecks of foam at the corner of um, a Ransom Bonnie's mouth. His eyes are wide and unblinking. His pupils are dilated to their maximum width. And he is just like glassy-eyed looking at the ground. Percy walks in on this. Silas, is he okay? I believe Mr. Bonnie is speaking to the angels. <laughs> <laughs> if he's, Is he sitting in a chair? Mm-hmm. Yes. Hand-carved, beautiful chair. Oh, wonderful. Um, Mercy's going to like kind of kneel down in front of him so she's sitting back on her heels and she's going to make herself kind of like as small and wide-eyed and kind of like innocent looking as possible <laughs> and childlike as possible and then she'll just look up at Mr. Bonnie and she'll say Mr. Bonnie who is Dandy Jack? <laughs> A rasping breath escapes him. She'll take his hands to kind of like give him a little bit of grounding and he's peering at you Dandy Jack's right here. He's moving through the lanes, dancing on the treetops. 
He sees you when you're sleeping, and he goes inside your dreams. Leave a sweet for Dandy Jack, or else he'll take you. Okay. Go <laughs> for sanity. Yeah. Should I? Okay. <laughs> Come on, Captain Smith. I smell yum yums. <laughs> I did fail my sanity roll. Yes. I like that. I like when that happens. Great. But, you, you know, that's just a conversation, but it's the tableau of this man lit, underlit by firelight, his glassy eyes looking through you as this odd smile plays over to lose two sanity. Well, I think I'd better make a sand roll as well. Go for it. Oh, no, no, I'm fine here. <laughs> well, you're tripping, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think part of this, too, Mercy is suddenly struck by fear that she's taken this sweetbread. <laughs> oh, God. I think that she might kind of let go of his hands, kind of like start back, and she'll say, Silas, I have something I need to do. And she'll go out with her little bread. She's going to put the bread back. Answer his riddles, says uh, Mr. Bonnie, as he begins to contemplate the floor again. Mm. <laughs> it's just down, down. It's so cold. And... <laughs> That's what he's muttering. You're following your nose, right, Mr. Bingham? Yeah, come on, Captain Smith. Right behind you. I smell yum-yums. Good. You walk, and one of the other buildings that is shuttered and dark and quiet, you can see sitting on the windowsill, resting on a little ceramic plate, is a baked apple. It looks like someone has carved the core out of an apple and scooped a little bit of sugar inside and baked it over the fire. And it is just saturated with syrupy sugar. <laughs> and this delicious apple aroma is wafting from it. Can I do something weird? Why stop now? <laughs> Can I roll my sense of smell to see how irresistible the apple is? <laughs> yeah, please do. I think if I fail, then I can avoid it. But if I pass, I'm going to need that apple. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like a scent sanity roll in a way. <laughs> okay. I've passed. So I have a regular success. So I think I'm going to, I'm going to grab Captain Smith by the sleeve and kind of yank him toward the apple and say, I don't think they'd miss one apple. <laughs> <laughs> it does look quite scrumptious. Doesn't it? Uh, it looks tender too. Maybe we could split it. <laughs> One bite wouldn't hurt. Do you eat the apple? <laughs> Do you want to be naughty? <laughs> of course. Okay, so so we will... Uh... <laughs> you could be a couple of bad, bad boys. <laughs> um, so another... John Smith is being very naughty. Mm-hmm. I'll take the lead on grabbing the apple, though. So we'll just take the whole plate, I think, and then return the plate when we're done. Great. Mr. Bingham, did you smell this all the way from the barn? I did. That really is quite a talented nose you've got. Thank you. I always sort of doubt you, but you've led us right to one of the most delicious looking apples I've ever seen, I dare say. Thank you. He's blushing intensely. His nostrils are larger than his eyes, so I think the nostrils are almost looking at you, Captain Smith. Uh, What? (laughs) Yes. The eyes of your nose, so to speak. (laughs) Yes, exactly. The apple of the eye of your nose. <laughs> so I think maybe we'll try to hide around the well you described earlier. Uh-huh. 
you know, sit behind the well and, and share the apple. Okay. Munch, munch, munch on the apple. <laughs> I should tell you that something fell off the plate when you took the apple off. Oh, uh, food or <laughs> other? Just looked like a stick. Huh. That's odd. Uh, kind of point that out to the captain. Does it look like it be, uh, could be easily carved upon? <laughs> Not very easily. It's quite thin. It's just a little piece of like what looks like a little bit of an apple tree with the leaf. Well, that's cute. Oh, yeah. And when you pick it up in the light of the moon, you can see that someone has, with a little sewing needle, pierced it many, many times as though etching on it. And through the little pinpricks, they formed letters in a just a naive and clumsy child's hand. And you already know what it says. For Dandy Jack. <laughs> oh. Is this for you? Isn't Jack another name for John? <laughs> yes, but I, I've never been here before. Oh. So I don't know. Perhaps they were expecting me. You made an impression on the Reverend, so I wouldn't put it past him. Well, then I guess it is for us. We might as well chow down. Yeah, let's... Uh... So you're slurping on the apple. Um, <laughs> yeah. Chandler Bingham loving every second. John Smith eating it in the most like erotic way possible. Oh, my God. <laughs> All kinds of awesome apple syrup like dripping down his mm-hmm. powerful forearms. <laughs> <laughs> so you've eaten the apple. It's the dead of night right now. Don't forget to lick the sugar out. <laughs> oh. Yeah, okay. Well, let's just sit in this scene for a while. Way ahead of you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Chandler's not even eating it. He's just watching Captain Smith. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my. I've forgotten to share. I, I, I do apologize. Uh, would you like the core? <laughs> well, the core has been cut out. Yeah. All right. There's not even a core to share with you. I'm... Do you have some sugar syrup on your fingers, maybe, that you could just lick off a little bit? <laughs> One thing could lead to another here. So, okay. <laughs> and we fade to the others. <laughs> End scene. <laughs> Can Mercy's path have taken her, like, either on the way there or on the way back? <laughs> Out of the corner of your eye, you see uh, John Smith and Chandler Bingham, Lady in the Tramping, this <laughs> baked apple. <laughs> <laughs> we all know who's the tramp. <laughs> Uh, Mercy, uh, would you like a lick? Uh... (laughs) Prithee, sir, be less thirsty. (laughs) 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 Kadzooks. Where did you get that? Uh, There was a note that said it was to me, so... Mm -hmm. To you? Someone left it on a on a windowsill for Dandy Jack here. And I suppose that means me. I'm no. Quite dandy, and Jack is a nickname for John, as Mr. Bingham pointed out. Oh, how on earth did you come to this? No, no, no. <laughs> Gentlemen, I think this is supposed to be a ward of some kind. I think it, it's it's part of a, a superstition that these people have. I think that you may have done something that could be seen to cause offense. Oh, well, we've eaten it, so uh, we should be safe. Okay. <laughs> she kind of shows them the sweet bread. This was left out as well. I'm going to put it back. Oh, well, good. I'm not... Uh... Do not eat it. Yeah, I was going to say, can we just tear <laughs> no, off a little piece? No, 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 <laughs> I forgot to share with Mr. Bingham, so perhaps that should go to him, actually. No, absolutely not. I didn't get much of the apple. 
She looks directly in your eyes. Mr. Bingham, if you eat even a crumb of this, I will kill you. And then she'll just walk off. You're trying to look into his eyes, but you're looking into his nostrils. Oh, God. Just falling. It's like looking into the void. It's like, hey, my nose is down here. Yeah. <laughs> As Mercy walks off, could we put that on the plate and maybe uh, undo the offense? Shut up. Oh, well. Uh, it could just cut it in half. I'm going to take a gold coin, not a gold coin. I'll take a copper coin out of my little pouch that I carry and just throw it down in the well before we leave. Good luck. Now, at this vantage point, I can tell you that this well has boards over it. Oh. So your coin would be going in between the slats of the boards, but it could do that. Okay. Yeah. I'd like to drop it in between then and um, say, uh, for luck. You hear it like kind of shing, go through the, the planks covering the well. There's a chill rising up from it and a musty aroma. And you listen. And you listen. And there's nothing. <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe it's dry, uh, but deep. Can I put my nose up to the crack in the <laughs> kind of the, the slot there and take a big whiff of the well? What's to stop you? I'm just going to roll this as many times as I can. Ross, you see you see what you've allowed? <laughs> I did this to myself. You did. Well, I rolled a 93, so oh. uh, if I could tear one of the boards away to get a better, uh, kind of better access, I'd like to push that roll. Sure. Oh, God. Okay, I got a hard success that time. A hard success. Okay, great. Rising from this well. The smell is of dank, age, stagnant, swampiness. The smell of a room that has been left untended for a century. Huh. And because of your heart success rising up through that, fur, like the smell of a barnyard, and then through that, mm. sugar. Oh. Yum. I think you know, Ross, that I'm going to puke in the well. <laughs> <laughs> With my heightened sense of smell, I just it's too overwhelming. I'd say the sugar hits first and then the fur, and it's just I lose it. The apple, whatever I had of the apples, just back into the well. Wow. Down it goes. Nice. <laughs> oh, good zooks. Would I be able to tell, like, if this well just goes straight down or is it leading to something else, like, under the town? Ooh. The smell of sweets in particular is going to make him wonder, like, does this go under the houses or? Is your sense of smell also echolocation? <laughs> yeah. Yes, this is a borderline superpower, Danny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As my friend Jared Logan would say, like, easy, counselor, you're on thin ice. Um, <laughs> I don't know that you've got bat-like super sense that you're sending out your nostril beams into the dark and having a sense of its size and depth. But yes, I think perhaps the aroma that you get, just the quantity of it, the age of it, the distance of it, you get the sense that this is a larger space than a well would be. It's not just a shaft. There's more going on. 
It smells cavernous. Nice. <laughs> exactly. It smells huge, dude. <laughs> I think when he walks away from the well, Captain Smith will see like his nostrils don't unflare. They're still like in this, in this enlarged state. Cool. John Smith, roll sanity. <laughs> <laughs> Nostril sanity. Mm-hmm. He's like a pig man. 69. On my sanity. <laughs> Just wanted to show that. Oh, God. <laughs> John Smith got a John Smith, I guess. <laughs> I think one sanity lost from looking at, at Chandler Bingham's nostrils. Great. When you stare into the nostrils, the nostrils stare into you. I was job. Yeah. Scott, wow. yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> they have like a vortex quality to them. <laughs> Into the the double yawning abyss. Did either the Reverend or Mr. Bonnie give us some indication where Winnet Wilmot is being held? Winnet Wilmot. And I believe there was there was maybe some confusion of this is a woman. Yeah. I was confused about that. No problem. Many of these names are androgynous. Hmm. Winnet Wilmot is under the church, was how it was described to you. Hmm. That's where she's being held. I think Mercy would go back to where John and Chandler are doing something next to a well. (laughs) I think she'd go back to them and she'd say, Gentlemen, I am keen to speak with Miss Wilmot. Hmm. I think that she's being held under the church. Would either of you care to accompany me? I'd certainly like to. I don't believe in witchcraft, and I don't much like her accusations against women that are unjustified. So I'd happily accompany you. Under the church, I think Chandler's going to wonder, like he knows that the the well's cavernous, and it's close to the church, right? Yeah. Maybe there's something going on under the church. I think he's interested. Should we fetch Silas and... Go as a team? Yes, I think that's a good idea. To clarify, is this the next morning or is this at night? Sounds like this is continuous. So this is the same night. Mm. I want to say it's now probably like one or two in the morning. That's kind of what I feel like you would be better to do at night under the cover of darkness. The dandy jack hours, they call them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, let's head back to the blacksmith then and fetch Silas. I think yeah, Silas uh, could be useful if he's not too high. I think he's often most useful when he is high. (laughs) Fair point, Mercy. (laughs) The other members of your party swim into your vision, Silas, leaving tracers behind them as they (laughs) come to you. Oh, this firelight makes you glow like the very rays of sun sent down from the heavens themselves. (laughs) Can I throw like a pail of water on the fire? Okay. Uh, I would get in the way of that. I would definitely get in the way of that happening. <laughs> Mercy is soaked and we're off. Good God. God. <laughs> or perhaps you bat it out of his hand before it hits the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, prevent that from happening is probably what I should have said. Very good. Yeah, that's fair. The clatter makes Ransom Bonnie emit a high-pitched shriek and he kind of crab walks into a corner. <laughs> I think Mercy would help him into his bed. I think she would do that before then going to Silas and telling him the plan and asking if he wants to come. Mercy's all about consent, I guess, is the thing that I'm... No. Yeah, love it. <laughs> so yeah, you gently guide him to bed and he's kind of lays down. 
And as he looks at you, he's, he's kind of looking at you helplessly. It's like, I, I hope the dreams would not come. Why I'd stayed awake. And now the dreams come to me in wakefulness. Oh, Mr. Bonnie, those aren't dreams. <laughs> I wonder if that is strictly productive at this point, Silas. <laughs> I still see Mr. Bingham's hand. I feel it reaching for me. <laughs> Believe me, Mr. Bonnie, Mr. Bingham's hand is otherwise occupied. I'll t- <laughs> Oh, dear. Do you have a sweet that you would like me to put out for you? The jar above the mantle. I'll retrieve that. (laughs) There's a crockery jar, and in it there's a few chunks of rock candy. Oh. The whole thing? I'll just do a bit. She'll just kind of fetch a plate if there is one. And put the, some of the candy on there. And then I guess um, if there's like something to write on or with that she'll put the four dandy jack hmm. somewhere. Love it. Yeah. Okay. I've got a spare bone if you need it. <laughs> Could you carve into it for dandy jack? Sure. Yes. Let me just roll for scrimshaw. If you fail, we could write it in wax. <laughs> for wandy whack. <laughs> <It's just> like... <laughs> Scrimshawing a, a, a post-it note, pretty labor-intensive. <laughs> <laughs> that was a success, though. It's called pride and craftsmanship, Ross, okay? <laughs> so you've successfully scrimshawed the note. It's now five in the morning. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, but I think, yeah, maybe if you just like... It makes sense to me that you could use scrimshawing tools to carve a little message into something and, and leave it there. Yeah. Great. Just a quick scrim. Just a little scrim. Just a, just a scrim. Just a little. Miss Knox, would I be correct in believing that you were leaving this out as a, an offering for some spirit that comes in the night? It seems like a custom in this town. And Mr. Bonnie seems as though he could use some comfort. I, I wonder. I wonder whether someone does actually come round at night and consume these things. Mercy looks at John and Chandler. Oh, look, Captain Smith, someone left some candy for you. All right. (laughs) I love rock candy. Smack the hand. No, no. (laughs) If someone is eating them at night, we might be able to find out who it is. (laughs) And I'll dig into my pocket and pull out the jar and smear some ergot on the candy. (laughs) <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, nice. Great. So the candy has been ergotified. And um, <laughs> are you going to the church? Mercy definitely is. And I, I don't know who else wants to come. Great. Yeah, I'll come with you. Silas was the only question mark, I think, for that. Silas, I think, is in a very suggestible state. Yeah. All right. We're off. You come to the church, it's as described before. There's the bell and the stave out front. It is very simple. It is bare bones, a little steeple. You can kind of peep through the slats of windows and you see there's no iconography of any kind inside. There's like little chairs, table. It is the picture of simplicity. But you can tell that there's like little shafts 
at ground level to kind of, if you got next to them, you might be able to peep into a lower basement or something where that are kind of letting air in. There's more to this building than just what's here level with the ground. I don't know if this would have been the custom back then, but like churches leave their door, like they don't lock the doors to the churches, right? Or do they? Is the door locked? <laughs> I guess it'd be the simple <laughs> way of asking that question. Can we get into the church? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> Great. In we go. Was there a basement access though? He said she was underground. Uh, groaning on the door hinges as they as they swing open. <laughs> oh, thank God that was the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I thought, who have we disturbed? You're walking past like rows of chairs. This is a church where people on Sunday come and they stay all day. Everyone, if we are discovered, we are here to pray. There's like a a door behind the altar piece or the altar. There's no altar piece. There's no images in here. Mm. And that's the only door that you can see here. How's the lighting? Very dark. You, Chandler Bingham, would notice that there are candles, and <laughs> but they're not lit. And there's a little bit of moonlight coming in through shutters. Okay. That look like they can be swung open on hinges on the outside, but right now they're shut and they're just bands of light rippling across the floor and that's all you've got to go by little motes of dust in the air i do have a tinder box so i'll light some of their candles i'll spare them the hand of glory and light some of the candles that are already here they seem like well-made uh homemade tallow candles Hmm, little jealousy maybe okay <laughs> well, they seem to have a capable candle maker in town i guess we won't be staying <laughs> and anything else you're looking for? You've got that door in the back? Yeah, I think Mercy's just going to try the door handle. It turns and opens, and you're now in a small passageway. You can see there's a few odds and ends, what looks like a, a printed Bible. There's some pewter cups, just a little basket, and there's another door there. You can also see like there's a little writing desk with quill and an ink pot. And it looks also as though there's a ring on the floor that if you pulled it up would lift a hatch. Okay. Questions. Is the church attached to, I don't know what you would, is it a rectory? The place where the reverend would live? His home? Based on his, the way he popped out earlier, it would seem that yeah. his residence is that this is his residence. And just by like the layout of everything and where we saw that, could I get the sense that this other door in this passageway kind of like leads to his house? <laughs> that seems likely. Great. So not going to that door. How stealthy are we being, speaking of? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's being pretty <laughs> quiet or trying to be pretty quiet, I guess. She is. <laughs> I'm a mariner. We have no need for stealth. Silas is a big lumbering ox. He's size 70 and has no stealth. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that like Mercy's idea is if y'all are making a hubbub out there, then maybe she can kind of like hide. If something happens, if someone comes in, she can just kind of like hide in a shadow and you know what I mean? Like use y'all as cover. Oh. So this is a plan now, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, a loose plan. <laughs> okay. They don't know what's going on. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you are sort of using your fellows as a... Just as plausible deniability should someone come in. Okay. All right. Not encouraging a lot of noise, but just, you know. Cool. Because if someone comes in and we're like, yeah, we were praying in the dark with no candles lit and just being like real quiet mm -hmm. for some reason, like that just seems suspicious. <laughs> well, now candles are lit. I think if it helps with this, Silas is genuinely praying in the church. Great. Amazing. Of course. He's there before the altar, his hands up in the darkness as if touching <laughs> invisible things floating through the air around him and saying, oh, yes, I, I understand. I understand. Thy will be done. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so what's the move then? You're going to go down? I'd like to flip through the Bible real quick before I do, and then also just like do a quick search of the desk, the writing desk. Great. Yeah, for the Bible, looking at the inside cover, the first page, the back page, and then kind of doing the thing of like, you know, where you, <laughs> you shake out a book. <laughs> Find the rock hammer. Yep. You <laughs> <laughs> great. You open it up and there's a gun in there? Oh my, yes, great. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a musket. <laughs> <laughs> it's bigger on the inside. The Bible is a Bible. There we go. It's heavily used, clearly an object of daily study. The desk is a very simple affair. It looks like there's a partially written sermon on it in the hand of, you would assume, Reverend Hasselrig. Passing your eye over it, it's, it's in a very apocalyptic, sinners in the hands of an angry god mode. The Almighty regards humanity as a spider held at arm's length over a vast gulf of fire. We are not worthy to raise our prayers up to him, and it is only by his sufferance that we, etc., etc. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if this is going to be useful. I'd like to try to, like, uh, memorize his handwriting a little bit. Ooh, the forger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. You can Great. clock his handwriting, and if you want to do something in his hand later, then you'll, you'll have that to go on when you're forgings. Neat. I'll let everybody else know that I'm going to go down into this hatch then. <laughs> okay. Captain Smith, you're shivering. <laughs> That's a bit chilly. Should we go with Mercy, or? Should have brought a coat or something. Stay here with the madman. Um, I'd prefer not to stay, frankly. Very well. Uh, should we invite him? <laughs> no, I think he's, he seems like he's actively praying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'll follow your lead then. Right. Well, down the hatch. Mercy has a strong urge to separate these two, but we'll remain quiet. <laughs> <laughs> So we've kind of walked in and we're just looking at Mercy, watching her open the hatch, I think. Mm -hmm. Gentlemen, are we going to have a problem here? No. No. Excellent. We're stealthy and trustworthy. Why would we have a problem? <laughs> I, if there's a ladder, Captain Smith, perhaps I'll go first and then watch you to make sure you get down safely. Oh, thank you. Yes. I'd appreciate that. Okay. Lifting up the hatch. <laughs> the hatch is lifted. Great. There is a ladder going down. Okay. Hmm. Mr. Bingham. Oh, first. Oh. <laughs> uh, sure. Yes, use that nose of yours. And... I have a collapsible lantern, Ross. Okay. An oil lamp. Oh, great. Is that fair? It is on my character sheet. I know I'm a candle man, but I do have a lantern as well. <laughs> Playing both sides, eh? Okay. <laughs> 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 oh. Collapsible. Wow. 
He experimented in his younger days. Yeah. You can't hold that against him. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I feel bad about it now. So what I'm going to do is light a hand of glory candle and break off the fingers. <laughs> For fuck's sake. How many of those do you fucking have? <laughs> they just fit in your pockets. <laughs> oh, it's a big satchel. I'm going to offer fingers to Mercy and John so we all have a candle. <laughs> okay. All right, I mean... That's an interesting uh, way of putting that. I'll give John the middle finger <laughs> so he has the longest burn. Everybody's got a finger. <laughs> yeah. I'll take the thumb. The weirdest candle I've ever held. <sighs> yeah, so I'll go down first into the darkness. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening to Ain't Slayed Nobody. For ad-free episodes, lots of bonus content, and special programming, please join our wolf pack at patreon.com slash ain't slayed or subscribe to ain't slayed nobody plus at apple podcasts nothing helps the show more than becoming a subscriber see our show notes for full credits and help us grow by posting friendly reviews and spreading the word to your friends and followers thank you and good luck out there <laughs>